Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Shock the system. to work out this was my song to start because it always get me hyped and then, and then COVID happened and I got fat I went to the gym roughly two weeks after COVID happened like in February when, when the February COVID happened and March was the lockdown mm-hmm. and I have not been back to a gym since and I've been really slacking and uh, good old gut Joe's coming back. <laughs> the gut. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I didn't realize how much of a banger this song was. I, I oh never heard like the little the little parts that that aren't being muzzled down by the freaking crowd noise. Yeah, the pumped in crowd noise. Especially watching it tonight and seeing uh, Kyle O'Reilly come out with this, I'm like, this is really like underrated, like one of the best <laughs> intros in wrestling right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all about it. Welcome back, bud. Sons of Slam Show. It is on in your ears. Sons of Slam Show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Uh, Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I have had a rough day. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. We don't have enough time to get into this. I'm so sorry. I have been up since 6 o'clock in the morning. So let's just get into it. Fun. (laughs) Fun time. Uh, yeah, this uh, in the weekend change that we've been away, a ton of stuff has gone down. Um, I had a couple to... scheduling conflicts and a couple. Uh, how, do you, how do you want to call it? Technical difficulties, I guess you would call it. Yes. <laughs> uh, getting together has been a little tough, but uh, even though we really, it's it's COVID. What are we doing other than working and staying home? No, we we've got other things going on, but. It's good. Hashtag to, lives. Hashtag lives. But it's good to be back. And let's get into all this good stuff. Um, the thing that I want to start off with that got me angry for everybody else that works in WWE. We thought that the cameo Twitch saga uh, went away. And alas, it did not. <laughs> it did not. Because come to find out that Vinny Mac wants his cash from his superstars that are under his his name under his thumb WWE is taking ownership has taken ownership of uh, their superstars twitch and cameo accounts Uh, a a blazing blanket declaration across WWE and all uh, third party platforms that their superstars use to make money 
so basically what, what is going down here, superstars have to uh, affirm that WWE is their, quotes, authorized representation. And they must authorize Cameo to make all payments, not to them, not to the individual, but to the company. WWE. Uh, also made it clear that Cameo won't be, quote, made a party in any dispute between the talent and WWE. So if I just have a quick Zelina quick goes, question. yes, if Zelina goes after WWE in this regard, they cannot bring in Twitch to be uh, mediary in any way. Go ahead, yes. Okay. Um, is it, it? What is this going to do for my stock prices? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think anything. <laughs> Fuck. All right, then I really don't care. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I, I don't think anything. Um, Zariah, her stock might go down a little bit um, in her appreciation for the company that made her. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not a good look, and she's very upset, and she's made it well known on on the Twitterverse that she's not happy about uh, what has gone down here. So we get ready to see a lot of shit go down with this whole nonsense. I could see Soraya not being Paige anymore. Uh, I can see that coming. In, I can see in, that. In yes, future. Yes, I can see that happening before, before Zelina, because uh, Zelina is still being utilized and is she can. I, I don't want to get in people's pockets, but if she can get away with getting built up in this company and being used on TV, because you get paid obviously more if you're on TV than you're not. Or something as Paige, like Paige, she's still on the contract, but is not is done in the storyline, and her main source of income has been Twitch. So, by not even technicality, I don't know another word of, way to put it, but because she is under this contract, she's technically a superstar still. So, uh, I guess the correct term would be contractually, contractually obligated, contractually under. Yeah, yeah. It's so just, WWE is going to be raking in billions of dollars off of other people's Twitch streams and then maybe show. handing out a million to to those people. Yeah. Wow. These superstars can keep their cameo accounts. But it is also mentioned that the company can pull authorization for that superstar to have their cameo account at any time. Uh, only effective if the, if the account is uh, that's only effective if the account is canceled, and the percentage of money superstars will will still well I'm sorry, the percentage of the money superstars make will still come out of their downside guarantees, just like the Twitch payments. Um, it's also noted that this applies to superstars even if they use their real names, Soraya. Even if they use their real names, yeah, jeez. I mean, if Vinny can't have a hand in the in the the pot, then nobody can. That's just what it comes down to. Um, Vince McMahon is Winnie the Pooh. Okay, he just always has to have his hand in the pot of honey. <laughs> I see what you got there. I missed that. I'm sorry. It was a stretch, but I, got, no, I, I got tried. You. I got you. <laughs> um, the WWE, if you watched uh, as, as of this recording, this is Sunday uh, after uh, NXT to TakeOver. If you watched it, you noticed that they had a different look to the whole proceedings. Uh, yes, they did. They moved. And so they are officially out of Full Sail University. So I, I don't know the beginning. Was that 2012, 2013? Was that from like OG Arena? Was that was that it, Full Sail? Full Sail was the original place that they... Uh, so 2012 to 2020. So eight-year run. So 2012, 2020, RIP. 
Wow. And that is it. Uh, the reason why they initially moved, the, the main reason that everybody gave uh, from the top on down uh, is because Full Sail uh, is a communication school. So they had that studio there, and a lot of the workers that were there, uh, as part of the agreement, uh, went to Full Sail. So a lot of the hands, a lot of the uh, the technical aspects, the behind-the-scenes workers that were there went to Full Sail University. So oh, they were students. They were students. Yeah. So oh, I right. that's dope, actually. Yeah, it was it was a good program. Actually. Damn, dog, we should have went to Full Sail. <laughs> Imagine that. <dog. laughs> Forget Connecticut school. Um, <laughs> if we went to Full Sail, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, on top of having the WWE, um, but then we wouldn't have met. So there you go. See, Full Sail wouldn't have. Brought up proud, True. So. If either one of us went to full sale, Sunday Slam wouldn't be a thing. Or if we went to another CSB campus. Look at that. True. Ah. You didn't even go to the one closest to your house. No. That was the funny part. Yeah. And I, I only because I refused to go to Jersey. <laughs> I did not want to go to Jersey. <laughs> no, listen, I refuse to go to Jersey any too. Okay. So it's like for the I, most part. I see where you're coming from. For the most part. Um yeah. So uh because there's no school, everything's canceled and COVID, um, those students are not there. And so it was a combination of WWE employees as well as Full Sail uh, students. And so because the students aren't on campus anymore due to COVID, uh, there's really no need for the, the facility. So it's come and gone. That is the end of an era uh, for NXT at, at uh, Full Sail. And we will get later on into where they are now. Uh, the new look, which I, I uh, foreshadowing, I liked. <laughs> I like the all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, no, me too. The new look. I was waiting. You were like, I. I, I was trying to find I, a new. I, I was trying to find I, a word I, for it. <laughs> I liked it. Basically instead stuff. of I like, I like, I like <laughs> instead it. Of I like. I'm trying to get too deep. That was it. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else we got? Um, uh, Roman Reigns might uh, have a new faction, heel faction going on. Um, possibly with the uh, <laughs> you're giving me the look as if uh, I, I just punched a baby. Um, oh man! Dude. Or, or that was the look I was giving you. Yeah, or, or you're shocked by something. That's that was. The, it was the, more along the lines of, uh, "Oh my God, did I call something else again?" Oh, <laughs> again. Um, so possibly, I it, it was kind of led on by uh, SmackDown. Uh, won't get too, into too much with uh, SmackDown because we have a lot of other things to talk about. But uh, this, this past Friday, basically, it was the the aftermath of their their match at uh, Clash of Champions. Roman Reigns won. Um, they had they had their Rocky uh, their Rocky moment uh, with Apollo and <laughs> and Rocky. Uh, the, if he, the, dies, he, he dies, dies, he dies, he dies, he dies. Uh, the towel being thrown in by Jimmy, the returning Jimmy, um, hobbling in. But uh, on the f- that week's, this past Friday's SmackDown, it was implied that uh, there's going to be some sort of stipulation to their next match, which they're going to have at Hell in the Cell. And this possibly might be it. Um, so having uh, Jimmy and Jay be part of his stable under uh, the Haymanator. Uh, Ooh. So we, we shall see how that... Something I actually found out recently. Please. Uh, I'm, I'm almost certain the way that Paul Heyman got into like the wrestling business but he he was just backstage like as a fan and said i'll just take pictures of you guys he took mad good pictures something along those lines like he was just backstage was like hey i'll do this for you guys and then it was to afa and sika i believe it was like some of the first people that he got really got into the business with right i'm almost certain huh. pretty sure it was pictures but this is all back in like 
MSG in, in the 70s, 80s, stuff like that. 70s, I would assume, because he was, you know, kind of a child. Yeah. Well. So, he, yo, he was young. Paul Heyman's been in the business. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been in for a while. Um, MSCCW. Uh, it's a, uh, oh, Me I, too. I actually saw 2300 recently. Did you? Oh, you were in Philly? I did. I was in Philly. You were in Philly. Right. A ginormous 2300 right on the side of the building. It's what? a nightclub now. It's a nightclub. Not anymore. Oh, well, yeah. No, not anymore. COVID. Uh, God damn it. By the way, this was the, uh, tonight was the very first uh, NXT pay-per-view. We, we throw that, that term out a lot now since ne- the network happened. But this is literally the very first takeover, takeover NXT TakeOver 31 that happened uh, today, Sunday. Uh, that is a pay-per-view on top of being on the network. So you can pay fifty nine ninety nine to watch this or uh, just get the network for nine ninety nine a month. Um, I don't know if you Do they still sell pay-per-views for fifty nine ninety nine? Uh Do you get them when you watch AEW? Yeah, I do. Ah, there you go. I do. <laughs> there you go. But damn, like I didn't realize. Oh no, WWE they were st- never pay per view. WWE still does pay per views. Like people no, still. I, I buy. know that. And still, if you're buying pay per views, like just. I just, know you're an you idiot. Know, get a life. Get the network. Just, just go on board. Like, what, really? what's? If you buy one pay per view, right? Yeah. If you want to buy one pay per view and nothing else but that, right. you can buy the network for six months, five months. Five months. Yeah. Right, and then it's like <laughs> you got five different fucking papers. Yeah, right there it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and especially like unless you really were like, you know what, this NXT Takeover Thirty One, this is it. Like, not a WrestleMania. Like, it, it'd be more justified to pay for like a WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> then first of all, and 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 the choice in takeovers, an NXT Takeover Thirty One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly's definitely going to beat. And it's like, okay, come on, dude. Let's let's. This was the first one you wanted. Right, right. Couldn't have been thirty. <laughs> right. It right. couldn't have been 30. 31. I don't know. <laughs> I hear 31. She's got a good number. I hear they're, <laughs> they're going into a new arena. Let's go. Let's buy it. 60 bucks here. Um, so and all that to say is that this was the very first uh, the NXT pay-per-view uh, in the literal sense uh, for WWE. Um, Sonya Deville uh, calls out Sasha Banks for having basically the same exact promo that's uh, – Sonya had when she called out Mandy Rose, calling her a bitch. The exact her. one? It's it's pretty much if you there's, there's comparison videos online. It's not like right. it's not word for word, obviously, but it's it's the same exact tone, the use of the word bitch. Like it's just and she called her out. So Sonya Deville uh, on the social media platforms on Twitter said, uh, uh, "I know that's right." Like basically it, it, on her Twitter. It, mm. it has the two of them, <laughs> on, on Sonya on top and Sasha on the other. Um, and then she also posted, uh, they'd be giving off the same vibes as me at Sonya Deville at Sasha Banks. Uh, what else did you say? So logically, this is going to be a hair versus hair match, right? I think that's what I think that's what Sonya's trying to say to us. Is that what you're saying? That's what I think she's saying. That Sonya versus Sasha is going to be a hair versus hair? No, 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 no. That <laughs> Bailey versus Sasha is going to be hair versus hair. No, why is that? Because the other one was supposed to be. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. But no, now they would switch it to loser has to leave company. If you really want to copy. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, uh, remember when you were in like 10th grade and you're like, hey, you can copy my homework. Just, you know, 
m- make it your own. Right. Copy it, just, you know, touch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, change the words up a little bit. Running it through a filter. And then, the, and then the very next day, like, you both get in trouble because he did he did the nothing of what you asked him. <laughs> he did yeah, Absolutely did not change anything. Like, you, oh, you suck. Like, just, I will never let you copy off of me again. Here's 50 like, No, no, no. He put the there. He, I yes. put <laughs> a there. <laughs> a there. <laughs> Different. We're, we didn't even copy each other. What the hell? They're exactly. You've been a lies. There's, uh, he, he has a ting. I have a, a little ting. There's a difference. <laughs> you, ever, you ever hear that? With his explanation of... Ice Ice Baby and uh, anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Carmella is already defending herself online as she was revealed to be the uh, mysterious woman that everybody knew. <laughs> there was no mystery involved at all. Uh, everybody knew it was Carmella, and she just happened to reveal herself on SmackDown as such. Um, also making reference to the fact that uh, she doesn't know where she's going to be, you know, coming the next couple weeks after the draft. Uh, and she and people are basically already ripping her for having the Emelina uh, gimmick. Um, people still remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, people are like bitching about that was such saying, a long time ago. Get over it. People saying online like, I, I, is, this, "Is this last time we're going to see you since Emelina? You only saw her once." <laughs> so, and then she immediately that day went back, reverted back to Emma. Um, Freaking Carmelina. Carmelina. <laughs> so it just sounds like a delicious onion. She, a Carmelina. Keep it moving. A Carmelina onion. So you're going to put caramel. Caramel on Carmelinaized onion. onions. <laughs> we gotta move. Um, she's uh, someone. <laughs> this by the the hashtag of uh, Daz Sum said to WWE and Carmella WWE rehashing the Emelina gimmick yet again. Please don't tell me we're. Please don't tell me we've got four weeks of her coming out, then going back <laughs> without doing anything. <laughs> and then she said, um, at Carmella WWE, her real name Leah Van Dale. I was not aware of that. Uh, you have no idea what you're in for. Haven't even scratched the surface yet, babe. With a devil emoji. So playing the playing the high ground. Should be a good, good storyline going forward. I'm 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 here for it. I want to see where this goes. I wanted to see where Emelina went. And that one went nowhere. Went we know that absolutely now. nowhere. No, and now she's more popular online than than she was in WWE ever. True. Um, dude, she's like, I I, I underestimated how hot she is. Good Tennille. Tanil, yes, <laughs> Tanil, uh, yeah, like low key, just not even low key. Like they, 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 high key. They suppressed it in WWE, is what I'm saying, and now it's just yeah. out of control. Um, you, now do you have anything? Right in your screen, no matter what. <laughs> Everywhere, I turn my head, and she's there. Um, do you have anything outside the ring? Nope, I have nothing outside the ring. I probably should, but like I said, two last two weeks have been a hoo hoo. Uh, a hoof. I, I thought I had something else here. Uh, oh, we'll get we'll get into all this good stuff. Um, so we're gonna uh, since we missed a lot, we had, there's basically two main things that we need to go over. Um, one yes, being one being Clash of Champions, mm-hmm. and the other being uh, tonight's event NXT uh, Takeover. Um, yes, with a uh, couple things here and there with AEW, but but not too much. Before we get into that, though, I uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, since we this is two weeks in the making of the show here, we haven't uh, really got into much of anything since we haven't talked. But uh, I am introducing a new segment called "Stop Crying." <laughs> Took a tea pain, baby. 
Um, so I want to. I, I legitimately had that thought in my head. I was like, <laughs> "Is that like T Pain's kid?" It's a T Pain baby. Um, this segment is for either myself or you. Are you? There's a lot of complaining about things that we as armchair bookers want to do. I just want to go over something which, again, this happened two weeks ago, and you know, but late than never. But we will. I will quickly go over this. September 21st, Monday Night Raw. Normally what we do uh, behind the scenes, we talk about what we want to just go over and then we'll, glim- we'll glance over you know, things that really didn't matter, things that aren't a big deal. But I want to go over the majority of this uh, particular episode. September 21st of 2020, which will go down, for me, this is my, my personal thing, as one of the worst Raws of, probably the worst Raw of this year. And... I will explain now, why. Now, just, just make sure you take this into account. Yes. You had Doink the Clown and Eugene on Raw at one point in history. I'm not saying, okay. And you're saying that this not, one. I'm not saying history. I'm saying this year, but can but can be up there oh, at some oh, point. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this I year. Misheard. I'm saying 2020, of, of 2020. Okay. Yeah, not of all time. There have definitely been, I'm talking like Manhattan Center Raws were horrible. This is for this year, 2020, and I'll, I'll explain right, why right now. Uh it kicked off. Raw kicked off with the the weird, uh, you know, retribution uh, intro mishap. Um, they get on screen and they're immediately. T- we're told before they. I'm sorry. Before they get on screen, we're told uh, by the commentator commentators that retribution, because of that intro, they talk about them for a bit. They're signed to contracts. Makes absolutely no sense. Okay, fine. Uh, they then go into the Mysterio family. They're excited to have a Dominic. Uh, in a like a triple threat tag match, and the winner goes on to Clash of Champions to meet uh, Street Profits. Uh, and I I've been saying for the last couple of weeks that Dominic Mysterio is taking over uh, Humberto Carrillo's uh, career because they are basically the same person. Who does he tag with? Humberto Carrillo. Um, so they have Dominic Mysterio and Carrillo as a team taking on Buddy Murphy and Rollins, taking on Angel Garza and Andrade. Mind you, the week before, both Rollins and Murphy and Angel Garza and Andrade were fighting each other. And now all of a sudden they're a team again. Okay, fine. They go, they go, they go. Rollins turns his back on Murphy once again. Garza and Andrade won. So now for Clash of Champions, for the 15,000th time, they are going to go against Street Profits. Okay, great. Retribution comes out. They call out the Hurt Business. And they com- they complain and and point the finger at Hurt Business for taking WWE's money to go after Retribution, even though Retribution just signed contracts. Okay, fine, I got it. KO Show Star uh, comes on. He has Shane McMahon. The two of them kind of go at it. You know, I hate you. You hate me. Hang on one second. Yes, I'm please, sorry. Please. And interrupt me anytime. Is so we can this talk all? Because I'm just putting two to, two and two together in my head. Did we mention their names yet? No, we're, we will get to that. As far okay. as retribution, yeah, yeah, no, we we haven't mentioned yet because right? we didn't we don't know their names okay. at this point of the show. We will, <laughs> we will get to know their names. Um, yes, retribution comes comes out. They call out the hurt business KO show. Uh, it has Shane McMahon. Two of them go back and forth saying that they hate each other. I hate you. You hate me. Blah blah blah. Shane McMahon is on Raw KO show to promote Raw Underground, which is on the same show. Okay. Okay, he is I wanted, on the KO show. Promoting. Run me through that one more time. <laughs> KO show 
has Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is on the mm-hmm. KO show to promote Raw Underground, which is a show on Raw. It's not like we're like looking on like maybe Fox or or and it's on NBC like Saturday Night's Main Event. It's on the same show. Later on the same night. Okay. Okay. Still, still pretty stupefied, but keep going. Okay. So I feel like I feel like we're gonna get to a point where I'm just gonna go. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh no, it's it's this is a very slow build to just incredible awfulness. He then introduces uh, Dabo Kato. He comes out, starts getting on the mic as far as I'm big and bad, and then they're gonna have a match with him and Braun Strowman. Okay. Drew is backstage and he's uh, saying that you know he's he's the champ. Everyone's coming after him. Uh, what's the point of being in WWE if you're not, not trying to be the champion? Uh, him and Keith Lee are going back and forth again. They're going to have a another match, uh, and apparently they're going to have a drink afterwards. That match happens at, at the start of like nine o'clock hour. So it was very interesting watching that happen early in the night. And it that's somebody having a main event match happening at the nine o'clock hour. Okay, fine. It was actually a very good match. Uh, it wasn't going to go anywhere uh, because first of all, it was in the middle of the of the night. Second of all, RKO just came out and, and broke it up, and that was the end of the of that great match. Asuka cuts a promo, and then all of a sudden, Billy Kay comes out, and you see her uh, talking to Asuka that she deserves a title shot or a fight against Asuka, but then Peyton Royce comes out and says, that, no, she's going to get a shot, and apparently they're friends, even though Peyton Royce just threw Kay into the Raw Underground uh, ring like a week or two before. Okay. This all, again, this all makes sense. Um... Then we find out that Bianca Belair is alive. Thank God. Thank God she's still alive and she's Bravo. out. She's uh, she's out lifting guys. But yeah, you know, this is this is what we're doing with her. It's a good good thing we brought her up uh, to NXT. Her business is beating up uh, the nobodies of Retribution. So Retribution has their five main people, but now her business comes in and is beating up like the, the nobodies of Retribution. Okay. Then we cut to the ocean. Our truth is out there with uh, little Jimmy. Uh, Akira Tozawa gets eaten by a shark. Our truth runs away. <laughs> one of those segments where you just you put like different post-its on a dartboard and you just throw it and see what, what you can yeah, this wrestler and then another dartboard this scenario and then what do we end it with our truth running away okay this all did you ever sense. play that little uh folding like origami game where you go like this one yes two, oh, upset three, all the time four yes. this is yeah this is that Give me a number. You're going to have, or it's like MASH. You're going to have a mansion. You're going to have three kids, but no husband. No it's husband. like, it's going to be some fucking weird thing like that. Yeah. I doubt you would think at that point it was just as bad as it can get. No, wait, there's more. Uh, Cedric Alexander comes in out and takes on Apollo Crews. The best match of the night, by the way. Uh, nobody uh, online really talks about this match. This low-key was very good. Uh, Cedric actually takes this one here, and then her business beat up on Apollo Cruz and Ricochet. Um, that was the, the highlight. That was the highlight of the match. Was the, these two guys that get so thrown down in the middle of the of the card, and we're like watching on Zoom, like with our drinks, just kind of looking on our phones, not paying any attention. They put on a good match. Raw Underground starts, and it starts with Braun Strowman, and Shane is trying to talk to Braun Strowman, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with with Shane. And then Shane brings out a woman by the name of Brandy to talk in the mic. And all of a sudden, Braun likes to talk. Who is Brandy? Then the Mysterio family comes out. Seth is in the in the ring. 
uh, Ray uh, has the whole family with him, and we want to bring back the Ray's and father angle. Ray isn't the father angle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First points out that it might not be Dominic because look how tall he is. But I mean, again, miss the missus is right next to everybody, and she's like six feet, six seven. feet tall. Yeah, she's an Amazon. Um, but then maybe it's not her, him. Maybe it's Aaliyah. And then uh, Aaliyah's not the daughter, or isn't uh, Ray's daughter. And he's saying basically, don't bring her into this. She's young. She doesn't know any better or, or anything about the business. She gets upset by this somehow, and she walks off. She's naive. She likes to walk off. I don't know if, if I think the new drinking game is every time she walks off from something, you take a, a large shot because she likes to do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, she, and if and yes, if she slaps him, you make it a double. Make it a double shot. Absolutely. Um, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax take on Lana and Natalia, and they destroy them. Uh, Shayna and Nia do in about three seconds flat. Uh, the Riot Squad is sitting on the ringside area, and the, they're. <laughs> It is amazing that, and thank God that they didn't have a, a match at Clash of Champions because the two of them, uh, the Rat Squad, would have been utterly destroyed. Um, after that, uh, Iconics are apparently back together because Asuka takes on Peyton Royce. Billy's outside <laughs> uh, supporting Peyton. And of course, it ends in a DQ because uh, Zelina comes in and disrupts it. And why, why DQ? Because WWE. Um, backstage, Murphy apologizes to Aaliyah because we, we're going to have this angle now. Uh, then Braun Strowman, the main event of Raw Underground. Braun Strowman takes on uh, Dabo Kato. He loses in about 20 seconds. What are we doing? What What are we doing? This is one of one of three reasons why this was one of the worst episodes. You built this guy up. You were trying to build this guy up and have this Raw Underground specifically for this guy. Because everything else made absolutely no sense in Raw Underground, and I know you have you you like it somewhat, but what was the point of doing this when Braun it does not have to be made? You have a brand new guy that just got squashed by Braun Strowman. What was the point? You want the honest answer? Uh, yeah, you give me your honest answer. Sure. I have not a damn clue in the world. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I, just, I swear, and like, I appreciate the whole that. thing is just like, uh, made, you ever play with your buddies? You go to like McDonald's, you throw the pickles at the wall, you're like, whoever's, whoever uh, drops first, you're buying the next round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no sense whatsoever. Um, yeah, it, that absolutely ridiculous and, and insane, insanulous that you have this, this new guy who's as big as Braun, uh, basically, and, and probably bigger, and you have him get squashed by an already made guy. All right. Again, this all makes perfect sense. Uh, then we get the main event. So we have uh, all this, all this, this breaking and busting things up and destroying rings. What we could have just given them a three-on-three match the entire time, and we would have been good without the destruction. I wish we knew this. I wish they were a little clearer in their their wants and needs. So Retribution gets a three-on-three match against Hurt Business, and now we can talk to you about. The most fun aspect of this whole thing. Their names were revealed. <laughs> <laughs> Their names were revealed. And All right. yes. You tell the names, I say what they mean. Th- thank you. I, I this is why I appreciate you, because at least you have <laughs> I had the names. I was about to look up the, the meanings. So of the three and the and the two women were not really revealed yet. But as of this this show and as and of this this taping and as of that raw, we have 
T-Bar, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Dominic Dijakovic. We have Slapjack, who's uh, Shane, yeah. Th- Shane, uh, Shane Thorne, and Mace, otherwise known as Dio Madden. Dio Madden. Please. So um, we'll start with the last one you said, Mace. Mace. Right? Mace, very simple. A mace was a metal club used for breaking heads and suitable and suitable substitute for pepper spray. Yes. Two different meanings. Both cause damage. Now, mind you, this name uh, I have absolutely no problem with. Go ahead. Me neither. Absolutely. Mace, you know, I ain't nothing changed by my lamp. That's all I was thinking of. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> T-Bar. Yes. T-Bar. <laughs> T-Bar. I can't. I'm going to fucking laugh through it. It's going to be great. <laughs> a T-Bar is when one is wearing a thong slash G-string. They sit down. It sticks out, and you see a T-Bar. Otherwise known in America, I think, is a whale's tail. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe that's a or <laughs> country of origin. Country of origin. And the last one, Slapjack. Now, this one is where it gets, all right, were the, were the first two funny? Absolutely. The first one was perfect for the whole gimmick. Yeah. The second one was hilarious. Yes. Now, this third one gets real, real weird. Slapjack, the act, uh, the act of ejaculating on one's hand and then slapping another person in the face. <laughs> okay? Okay. I'll use it in an example, the example that the dictionary gave. Uh-huh. Probably not the dictionary. The example I found online. Okay. Today I gave Melinda a slapjack after that bitch ate the last hot pocket. <laughs> that uh listen, that is the exact <laughs> quote that is sitting down in front of me. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Why? What and why? What and why? So Okay, so then we get we get the names and the match continues on. And what happens? WWE happens. It ends in a disqualification. Why does it end the disqualification? Because T Bar is not the legal man and he punches somebody while on the apron. That's this, that that's that old Vince McMahon rule, right? That's the old Vince McMahon rule. And this is the old the old new Vince McMahon rule, and this is how you have their first match. After this happened, uh, a whole fracas ensued because the rest of uh, Retribution came out, all 50,000 members, and in the back, uh, the locker room guys come out. Drew is beating up uh, people uh, while Retribution kind of you know staggers out, and then all of a sudden, RKO comes out of nowhere by Randy Orton onto Drew, and the show ends. Of course it would, because what else? how else would it have ended? How, how else would you have that other than, again... You're you're about to end it with a your very first match with Retribution and then DQ, but that that was just awful, <laughs> just incredibly awful. You you squashed a, a guy coming up. You had this new group who already already everybody is kind of like on the fence about. You give them ridiculous names. You have them that match end in a disqualification. You have a triple threat match, a tag team match to qualify and the two out of the three teams apparently hate each other but that story that those storylines are out the window Uh, another group uh the iconics they broke up but apparently are back together 
And we find out Bianca Belair is alive, and the following week on Monday Night Raw, thank God Akira Tozawa is alive and not eaten by a shark. What the motherfuck? <laughs> what the shit, right? What the I mean, thing, come on. What the shit? What, seriously. I, it, it wasn't even... It, <laughs> it didn't even warn him what the shit. It was a what the fuck. I, 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 I know. And I don't usually, I don't usually <laughs> like, like saying that. Um, dude, I, I just... I, I'm so... I just baffled, you know. I, Flabbergasted is, I believe, the word that we all want to use. It's just amazing how bad that episode was, and that was two weeks ago. And I, it was, that's how bad it was. It was so. It was two weeks ago. We didn't even get a chance to talk about it, and I saved those notes for two weeks because I was so livid about what we watched. That's right. <laughs> so that's dedication. That's you. dedication to the craft, that's right what, there, my friend. Bravo. I, thank you. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. I have. Uh, copious notes, copious notes as far as raws, and you have nickname explanations. That's what we do, that, and that's what that's what makes us work, baby. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm done with that, and and all all things, um, and seen, and seen, and done. Um, uh, before we get to the pay per views uh, that happened this week, um, uh, anything as far as AEW that I. I remember other than the fact that uh uh it seems like well a couple things i can remember off the top of my head it seems like my boy eddie is uh uh two weeks ago had had the the yonkers shout out from yonkers new york the yo uh getting that from justin roberts and then uh this past week it looks like he's getting more of a of a push for the for the title um and then they also gave uh, blade a, a shot uh which i like i like that they there's guys just like the main event of nxt takeover 31 butcher I'm sorry, Butcher, thank you. Gotcha. Uh, I, I like that they give people like Butcher a shot, just like they gave Kyle O'Reilly a shot. Like, there's really no shot in hell that they were going to win, but at least mix it up so we can get some new talent on, on screen. See, but here was the good thing about both of those instances. Smart marks like, you know, you and I. Oh, thank you. And a bunch of other people that we know. Oh, sure. Are going to be like, there's no way Kyle O'Reilly's winning. Right. There's no way that the Butcher's winning. Right, either one of those people, you're like, that's not happening. Mm. But you look into it, and you're like, like when you start watching the match, especially like it, it, with the butcher, but especially with Kyle O'Reilly, mm. you go like, maybe, maybe it could happen. And then the ending comes, we're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, it looks like they were. Sent to the hospital for uh, evaluation. If you notice at the end of the match, and we'll, we'll get into the recap of Takeover Thirty One, but uh, Balor was bleeding from the mouth, um, and, and so was KO. And I can't say that. So was Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> even though he has the the knee pad, um, he was selling an apparent jaw injury after the match because he was bleeding from the mouth. Uh, yeah, and as as you mentioned, O'Reilly was also bleeding from the mouth. Um, Triple H noted in his uh, post-takeover call that O'Reilly was also checked out by uh, WWE medics. No word yet on the severity of the potential injuries. Um, let's see. They called that Balor was on the way to a local hospital. Thoughts and prayers go out to both of them. Hopefully they are not injured and they're just selling the injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Triple H <laughs> said that they were on their way to a local hospital to get uh, uh, x-rays on their jaws. Real fake. Real or fake? What? Sell. Sell, no sell. I'm going to say possi- possibly a no sell, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. When you see Finn at the end, it's kind of like 
he looks a little injured. Like the way that he hit the coup de gras and then then went for the pin. Like he hit the coup de gras and almost like just laid down on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of kind of like collapsed <laughs> on himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get it. Okay, we'll get to that. Let's let's go over uh last Sunday's pay-per-view, which was uh, Clash of Champions. Um so we the kickoff show was uh Shinsuke and uh Cesaro, tag, uh, SmackDown tag champs taking on uh Lucha House Party. And it doesn't seem like McMahon hated this so much, so he let the match go on and Cesaro and Nakamura take it. Uh before we get into anything though, uh two matches were taken off the table here for this one. COVID. Because of COVID. COVID. Not one, not two, not fifteen, but nineteen. COVID nineteen happened. So COVID nineteen. Who do you think has the trademark on the name COVID nineteen? Does anybody have the, the trademark? Because I think if someone got it early, they're making a I know that Bill Gates has the trademark or he has a patent for the like the vaccine or the virus so that he can make money off the vaccine. Some shit like that. Well someone should immediately have trademarked COVID nineteen. Yeah, I know, right? Made, made a, a or at least, co- oh my God! Can you imagine if someone like last year trademarked COVID twenty just to be like, "Hey, this is gonna come. <laughs> this is gonna be next year. It's gonna happen again." Yeah, uh, exactly. We're in the midst of a second wave right now, so it's gonna it's gonna continue on. Um, <laughs> uh, so we had uh, I'm trying to think out the top of my head. So we Bailey and uh, Nikki Cross were supposed to fight for the SmackDown yes. title, and. Uh, for the women's tag titles, it was supposed to be Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler taking mm-hmm. on the Riot Squad. Yes. So because COVID happened, uh, I can right now, I know that Nikki Cross wasn't on because there was a COVID outbreak uh, over on NXT. And who's on NXT but the hubby? Nikki Cross's hubby. Yep. Uh, Mr. Dane. So uh, just because of association, she was taken off. Makes uh, sense. Uh, as far as Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, though, that was not really. I would assume it's because freaking Shayna's best friends are currently still pretty much in NXT. Oh no! What, what's her face was there last week? That's why. Could be. Well, here's the other thing too: is that Nia. Uh, t- two things. WWE on Fox, <laughs> which is a total different Twitter than WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE on Fox said, uh, due to. Um, uh, what's the, what's the term? Not they, being medically cleared. Thank you. The, the stupid term that they that they use for everybody. Not being medically cleared, Baszler and Nia uh, cannot wrestle against uh, Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. To which Nia said, "False, false." Was, and that was it. And then on another tweet, she said, basically said that Shayna Baszler or, or congratulations or something like that, and then gave a, yeah. a baby emoji. To, yeah. to Shayna. So she's she's expecting, I think, is what she said. So she's insinuating that Shayna Baszler is pregnant. Yeah. Thoughts? Which, I mean, listen, for things that happened in 2020, I would not be surprised about that. <laughs> now, why is that? Are you saying that she could not get... No, 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 no. It's because, see, to see what happened her? was... See, what happened was... What is happened that, was. You know, she made fun of Becky for getting pregnant and being on the top of the card. Right. And not being able to do anything about it because she got to stay home and take care of, of. I think she said something evil, something like that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and now she, if this is true, she also, maybe not at the top of the card, definitely not at the top of the card now that I think about it. 
Mm. But she might. It's not true. Let's just be honest. It's not true. She's not pregnant. No, there's no way. Now, if she is, we this guy. I will. I will return back on this show, and I will apologize wholeheartedly. That's it. I was wrong. There's got to be more to that, man. That's that's a that's a bold statement to make. Like as if you were there when it went down, but you you were. I am not the one that said she was pregnant. I am the one reporting about someone else saying that she was pregnant. Right, but you're 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 disputing the claim, saying that she's not pregnant. So you have some sort of facts. I, I, I would go out on... Or assumption. I don't have more facts, more of a... Assumption. A educated guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Because, see, like, she's been on Raw the past two weeks, so I'm assuming, you know, unless it was this past week... Well, she hasn't been on this... She wasn't on this week. She wasn't on this... Mm, okay, see, now my theory goes to waste then. Yes. <laughs> Neither one of them were on this week. Uh, here was my legitimate theory, though. Please, I was like, she's always training with like the three out of the four horsemen: Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. Mm-hmm. What if one of them got it, right? And then pass it on to her. She didn't know. She got tested. She popped. <laughs> but <laughs> my point got uh, derailed. Okay, because yes. uh, Marina was on NXT last week. And if you saw the end of the match, uh, might have been, I forgot if it was last week or two weeks ago. Mm. Since the last time we recorded, Marina Shafir was on NXT. Okay. And Roderick Strong, if you saw at the end of the match, was on TakeOver. Which means yes. that neither of the two of them have it. Right. True. Right? Right. Okay. So no, then, no, I was making sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So then... So then, who knows if she got it? So I'm saying my that's debunking my theory. But if Shane, okay, I was gonna say if Shane Baszler's on Raw tomorrow, then who that, knows what the hell happened? Right. But if she's not, then maybe it's not COVID. Maybe she is pregnant. Oh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. It, it, listen, it, it would be the hil- most hilarious swerve if if she comes out and said, "Guys, I had tested positive for COVID." Actually, it wasn't. I found out I was pregnant. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and her and and I didn't. Uh, her I, and didn't Becky te- I actually didn't test positive babies? for COVID. I test positive for babies. For babies. <laughs> <laughs> I got the babies. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, I, I hope. I hope you're wrong. I was gonna say I hope you're right. No, no, I hope you're wrong. I really do. Like I've never hoped that you're more wrong in my life, because I want to see that she's getting it from some guy. And listen, more power to her. God bless. But I, I, like you said, uh, but as far as storyline is concerned, educated guess. I don't believe it. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Um, and then we had one of the. Better matches of the year. Uh, I'm not going to say best, but one of the better matches of the year because this ladder match uh, was just shitastic in a good way. <laughs> I would go on record. Please. I, I may or may not go on record as to saying this <laughs> might have been one of close to, I'm not going to say it was the best, but close to one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen. Okay. Front to back. Like, Start to finish, possibly one of the best ones. I, I I tend to agree because 
uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say I tend to agree only because of the ingenuity and newness of the ideas that came into play in this this match. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the just a couple spots to go, to go kind of go over here. Um, Jeff Hardy from the top uh, turnbuckle outside the ring with Zayn on one of the ladders that was connected from the the ring to the commentator desk. And, and Hardy doing that that uh, senton just uh, on top of Zane, just <laughs> incredibly like and just crumbling the ladder. Um, Z- I think it was Zane that threw Hardy into like Hardy was trying to like slide off of like back off off of the 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 steps the ladder yes. and Zane pushed it and he basically Hardy just crumbled into the ladder onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought he was dead at that point. Uh, Jeff took a beating. Oh my God, Jeff! <laughs> I, I give much props to Jeff for this entire match. Everybody did their parts, but Jeff was definitely MVP of this match. Um, yes, just for the spots that he he had on in this, in this thing. Um, nah, I'm trying to think of spots that AJ had. Uh, oh, a- oh, AJ had the spot where he. Oh, I mean, he didn't like it. Wasn't his bump, but he delivered the bump. When the 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 uh, ladder was upside down, and he dropped Jeff right into the middle of the ladder, and it kind of crushed oh, it yes. and legitimately yes. broke the ladder. Broke the ladder. Yeah. No. Yeah. Jeff. That Jeff, thing was nuts. Jeff, that that whole match was fucking crazy. Jeff took a beating, man. Um, and then the end of the match happens, and you see Sammy go into his pockets. He takes out two handcuffs. Mm-hmm. He go. He proceeds to go to Jeff. <laughs> he takes one of the handcuffs, and we've seen this happen before with. Uh, Randy Orton using Jeff Hardy's earlobes uh, mm, into play. Yeah, I, exactly. It's very cringeworthy. Uh, <laughs> Sammy, in, in just an ingenious move, which you'll you've never seen in your entire life, and if you have, you're a liar. Uh, put handcuffs one end of the handcuffs into Jeff Hardy's earlobe, and put the other one on the ladder. Yeah, I mean, that is yeah, just he did. Brilliant. Yeah, he <laughs> <It's> did. Brilliant. <laughs> just incredible. Just for someone to think about doing that. Uh, Jeff was like, you know what? Use my earlobe. That's fine. Where would I put this this handcuff in my earlobe? And then put the other one on eight. While Jeff is outside worrying about that nonsense, AJ's in the ring. And the two of them battle it out, Sammy and AJ. Sammy gets the handcuff and puts it on AJ trying to get it uh, the other end onto the rope, and then uh, AJ gets these, the handcuff onto Sammy. So now AJ and Sammy are handcuffed together. They make their way over to the ladder. Sammy beats up on AJ. The camera cut away, but then cut back to Sam, Sammy getting the key out of his mouth. Yeah. So obviously he didn't have the key in his mouth the entire, <laughs> entire time. Otherwise, I guarantee he would have swallowed it, and by now it would have come out. Um. Uh. Yeah, no, definitely by now. By now, yeah, I mean, it's a week. Uh, <laughs> I give a key about five seven days. Um, <laughs> um, uh, he takes the key out of his mouth. He then proceeds to unlock himself from the the handcuff, locks the other end of the handcuff to the ladder, the bottom bottom of the ladder. So AJ can't move. He can't go up the ladder. Uh, he uh, it, while all this is happening, Jeff Hardy comes back into the ring with the other mini ladder that he's he's hooked up to. They kick him away, and now he's done for the night. And while AJ is tied up on the bottom of the ladder, Sammy climbs up and is your new, old, always 
Intercontinental champion. Never lost. Quick, quick. Let's just pause right now. Please. Mo- round of applause. Yeah. Bravo. But- Sammy is a heel. As a heel. Brilliant. Yes. Yes. And, Brilliant. Uh, but on, on a complete side note with that, uh, I was excited when he came back that they would have the stable again with Cesaro and, and Shinsuke. For a hot second, I was, I was a little disappointed that that wasn't going through. Now I understand. This is what happens when you have payoff and things actually work out and you have good storytelling. Is that now he can do his own shit. And as his own shit, it don't stink. It's awesome. And Sammy is going to be an amazing heel as he showed on uh, on uh, SmackDown this past Friday when he had this match with Jeff Hardy. SmackDown overall, again, my, my opinion, uh, was not that great. Uh, it was it kind of was a little lackluster, um, but he had a, he, you know he's 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 going along with the storyline of having these kind of like wayward ways of winning. So on SmackDown, he took the turnbuckle off at the beginning of the match, and that no 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 the turnbuckle fell off. Okay, sure, uh, it magically <laughs> fell off by him touching it, and <laughs> it played into the match the entire night until actually uh, it was it was kind of it was hinted at and teased throughout the match until it actually played into by Jeff Hardy's face hitting it. <laughs> and uh, I, I see, I like that angle that Sammy has this, like he has to win by nefarious means. I'm all about it. I love it. Uh, Sammy, I, I, have Sammy a, I have a theory. Sammy for president. Yes. Uh, I'm down for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Canadian president. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, El Generico for president. <laughs> that guy's from America, I think. El Generico. That name. Um. You think Sammy Zayn goes around like from now on, not from now on, but you know, in the future, he'll go around saying he beat Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in the same night, the way that Chris Jericho does. Yes, <laughs> yes, right. As Do you should. think that 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 might just add like a little more heel to it? Yeah, no, he should. He should. That'd be amazing. Um, I mean, he's so he's beaten Jeff Hardy. Now it's AJ Styles has to come out and say you never pinned me. Yeah, there you go. To get the two of them going, um, but Sammy Zayn is your. Your IC title uh, holder, and then on SmackDown he threw away <laughs> the uh, the imposter title. He medused it. He medused it. He did. He, he this uh, callback. Um, we had Oscar uh, uh, take on Delina Vega. Uh, Delina lost that one in, in no surprise whatsoever. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeating Apollo Cruz. Uh, the Street Profits. Talk about this one for a second. So the Street Profits for the umpteenth time take on Andrade and Angel Garza. <clears throat> with no Zelina Vega, so that that storyline's done. Uh, another listen, I have no problem with the the pair up of these two, of these four because they're all really good. It's just uh, we've seen it before, and so watching this and, and this is another really good match. They they put on a really good match to the point where uh, I was actually involved in this one, not so much the previous match, the Lashley and Cruz match. I was involved in this match and watching it, but then unfortunately. Uh, well, while watching it, I was like, "Wait, something just happened. Something wrong just happened." And mm-hmm. while they're, you know, the, the the referee is counting the three, Andrade kicks out at two. Referee counts the three. The bell hits, and everybody in the ring's pissed because nobody knows I think what's happening. It was, yeah, no, absolutely nobody knew it was happening. Nobody knew what was happening. I think it was Rob that pointed it out to us. Yes, that yes. the ref threw up the X. The ref, ref in the, yes. I, but, Beforehand, yes. After the three count threw up the X, uh, we uh-huh. did not see that. We were all just watching the fact that this... no, before the three count, was it? Yeah. So I'll try to explain it as quickly as and as thoroughly as I can. 
Angel Garza was in the in the corner away from his corner. He was in the opposite corner. They're saying, like, a lot of people are speculating that the injury came on the Spanish fly, but it didn't because if it did come on the Spanish fly, he would have landed on his neck. Right. I think what had happened is something like he tweaked something in his hip or in his in his arm. See, now I'm forgetting it, and now I'm fucking pissed about it. It was, it was, but it was, it, it, was it was right in between the Spanish fly and him like leaning down on one leg, right, and then just kind of like extending his hip, his hip. out as right. if he had gotten like a leg hip injury of yeah. some sorts. Yeah. So. So it was before. Okay. All right, so yeah. uh, X thrown up, uh, count to three, Andrade kicks out. Uh, so Andrade and uh, Dawkins. Dawkins was the one that was uh, giving the pin on Andrade, and he's just livid. Um, he was so angry. He, I felt so bad for him. He was he was pissed. Um, but again, not knowing what was happening, so he was pissed. And uh, Angel Garza with a hip injury. Um so yeah, which is uh, very serious. So Angel is definitely out out of action for a while. Um, here, here, I got a quote. And by the way, from from Angel, what? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, from Angel Garza, my injury did not come from the Spanish fly. He was talking to uh, Sports. What is the name of this website? Sportskeeda. Sportskeeda. Okay. My injury did not come from the Spanish fly. An injury from the Spanish fly could have been worse. Thank goodness that injury came later on and not from the Spanish fly. In the Spanish fly, in the Spanish fly, he said, I landed on my neck. I was not standing fully right on the ropes, and Montez Ford launched himself when I was still not fully planted on the ropes. It was a matter of moments that my mind went like spin, and that's the result that you saw at Clash of Champions. So it was a mixture of the Spanish fly and Montez not really realizing that he was hurt. Gotcha. He just tried to kind of like run with the motions and everything. Unfortunately, the injury came afterwards. Montez went for a kick, and I grabbed the kick. Here we go. When I lowered it, I went for the knee, but I put in a little too much force into it. I thought when I was going, uh, I thought when I was going to do it, Ford was a little too far from where I was. I didn't measure myself properly. When I tried to stretch my leg towards him, the other leg that was supporting it couldn't handle it and was stretched out too much. Ooh. That's when I heard a small pop, oh. like a balloon exploding. Jesus! Everything around that area started to get really hot, and when I tried to move my leg, I had that tension close to my groin, hmm. and it was quadriceps. Oh, Almost reaching my hip, that's what I felt. Oh, they told me in an MRI, I got the results, and thankfully it wasn't anything involving a tendon. With my hip, as some outlets have reported, I almost gave fake news. No. Uh, it was a quad tear, and we already began treatment. I've been putting ice and bandages on it, and then it just keeps going on. Jeez. So I'm sorry, that was for Fightful, not not Sportskeeda. Sportskeeda was the one I was reading it on. Gotcha. Fightful, what Fightful. I said, Fightful. Fightful is the uh, <laughs> Fightful gets the credit for that one. So Angel is out to a to a quad tear. It's just unfortunate. Oh. I'm waiting for him to come back with that jean jacket on and then just really have just be fucking Jack Diesel. Oh, my God. It'd be great. Uh, so, well wishes to Angel Garza. Uh, speed recovery. Yep. But in the meantime, uh, Andrade on his own street profits. And and the funny thing of this whole thing was that, for the again, for the umpteen time, 
in this rivalry, Street Profits was going to win. It wasn't like they were going to try to put the belts on Andrade and Angel. They, the the actual idea for the match was to have Street Profits actually win that. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. it didn't matter if, if Garza was, was okay or not. Um, Bailey comes out and explains that uh, she's not going to fight Nikki Cross and then uh, to basically have a like an open uh, title match and who comes out? But open I, challenge. Open challenge, thank you. Uh, Asuka comes out. And so Asuka in two in two matches in one night, um, as as a match. But then, <laughs> it, it, but then WWE happens, and you weren't going to have her lose a, the belt to Asuka in a in a last second match here. So what do you do? You have her hit her with a chair or something and make a DQ. So Bailey loses after DQ, and then who comes in attacks Bailey? But Sasha Banks in a you think what in a T bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Sporting, a, sporting a nice whale tail on the back. <laughs> but I think it's part of the pants though. It was like connected. I don't know. They were. They seemed like it was connected. It did seem like it was connected, but it, on one of the ends, it uh-huh. didn't seem like it was connected. <laughs> I now I have to go back. Like you did that with your head. On the other end, uh, well, I have to go I didn't back know and watch which, it. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know which end I was looking at at the time, but I know I'm, I just, I'm pretty sure one of them wasn't connected. I just saw ends. That's all I saw. Wearing the T bar. Um, so yeah. So. Uh, and a neck brace, so you have to. God bless her. You have to sell, no matter what. You have to hold your neck. You have to hold your ribs when they're taped. You have to hold your neck when it's got a brace on. You got to sell it. Do you um, think they brought her back too soon? Sasha Banks. Yeah. Well, yeah. You had to bring or do you her, think that this was the plan? You no, know, you had to bring her back if they're going to set up this hell in the cell match that they're going to have. Uh, but that—that's—that's that's what I'm asking. Do you think that Nikki Cross was supposed to set up something different with Alexa Bliss? Oh no! I think Alexa Bliss was going to have her. I think it, it was going to set up Nikki Cross against Alexa Bliss at some point because Bliss is going to turn heel. All right, but here's my question: Do you think it could have set up Alexa Chris, Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross I would in Hell in like a Cell? To taste an Alexa Crisp. I would love a taste, a taste of an Alexa Crisp. It is so late. <laughs> it's so late. I'm so going to be my late. Words. It's so late. They're so crunchy. Um, what was the question again? Do you again? think that was supposed uh, Alexa Bliss <laughs> yes. versus Nikki Cross? Do you think that was supposed to be the Hell in a Cell match? Oh, uh, no. Okay, I was just I, the only the only reason why I said that is strictly due to the whole Fiend type of aspect right, to right. it. I only think there's going to be two Hell in a Cell matches because the Fiend never competed in a Hell in a Cell match. What'd you say? <laughs> this is very funny. Uh, <laughs> there's only going to be two Hell in a Cell matches, from what I was told. Red. Okay. Uh, Reigns and, and Uso, and then uh, the the ladies. Uh, oh yeah, Bailey and, Reigns and Uso. Is Reigns and Uso gonna confirmed? The uh... they're not confirmed. They're not confirmed. I would assume that should be a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, um, at Hell in a Cell, that should be a Hell in a Cell match, absolutely. Yeah. But it's also like I wouldn't be upset if that wasn't a Hell in a Cell match. Oh no, you could have like a another stipulation with that. Oh no, it, it's Randy. It's got to be Randy and Drew in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. There's all, you know, they had fall or whatever it was was the first one. It was a regular wrestling match. Then they had the ambulance match. The only logical place for it to go is, is Hell in a Cell. Right. The next, yes. The, es- the escalation of the story should be yeah, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And, with Randy and, getting thrown off the top. And kill it dead. <laughs> kill the story dead. That's it. <laughs> that yeah. is it. I don't mind it. Do it. That's fine. They do a Hell in a Cell with the two of them. That's great. Done. <laughs> Either give the belt to Randy or end this, this feud forever. And that's it. And move on. Yeah. Um, speaking of which. <laughs> we had uh, Drew take on uh, Randy in an ambulance match, and I appreciated the old fogies coming out 
to have this story go full circle uh, and and tie up all loose ends. Uh, just do a whole 360 here and kind of just you started with kicking <laughs> Big Show and Ric Flair and all them. And they just all came out one by one to distract <laughs> uh, Randy. Um, and I, I was I was yeah. for it. Uh, and then at the top of the getting getting to the actual ambulance. I thought someone might pop out of the ambulance. That did not happen. Um, the whole time we were waiting there, like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Hang on, give me a sec. That Wolf of Wall Street, or no, 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 no. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Where he just looked like that's that's it's that's, it's gonna be right there. It's gonna be right there. It's happening. It's happening. Nope, nope, nope. Um, so nobody was in the ambulance, but uh, after the, <laughs> the 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 horrible, and I, I can't I can't imagine it's an actual piece of glass, but it it, it obviously is. Because you just jacked up Drew's back after Randy yeah, slams Drew into the into the the windshield. Oh uh, my God! I just remembered something. Yeah. Can someone explain to me, please, how it makes sense mm-hmm. for when you have a knee injury to go smack the shit out of your knee so that it gets better? Um, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's a, not a thing. As a matter, matter of fact, it makes it worse. So don't ever do right? that. Kids, don't ever do that, kids. Don't ever smack your knee. If Listen, <laughs> in my head, it was going, oh, maybe he, has, maybe he like tweaked a nerve in there and he's got to hit it to get it like back up and running. But then again, if you also hit a tweaked nerve, isn't it just going to tweak it more? It's tweak it more. <laughs> it's like, come punch, on, guys. Punching your leg, like, that's just make it better. Like, you bang your TV. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's on the fritz again. Let me bang the side of it. That's going to make it better. Um, yeah, no. Everybody works. knows. Turn it off. Turn it back on. Yeah, unplug it. Yeah, plug it back in. That's, that's what <laughs> that's what Optimum tells me to do, every, and it it never works. <laughs> I called. I had I had to be on Verizon wireless. Like I called them for something for, for some fucking reason, mm. and they're like, the first thing they said to me was, "Well, did you turn it off and turn it back on?" Never <laughs> called them back since. <laughs> so you mean to tell me I don't have to waste my time calling you when it, literally you're going to tell me what I thought I was going to have to do anyway? Bye. Yeah, they go if <laughs> if it doesn't if it doesn't work after you turn it back on, then we'll do stuff. I'm like, okay. So I turn it back, turn it back on. I was like, it's good. Click. <laughs> See, you're better than me. It's good. I, I wouldn't even give them that it's good. I would have been like, oh, the TV's back on. Click. I don't need you anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You made me wait too long, and I could have figured that out myself. I I apologize for wasting mine and your time. Uh again, a big show. Christian. Uh Shawn Michaels on top of the ambulance giving uh, Randy a super kick right to, for him falling conveniently right off the ambulance off camera. It's some sort of padding, I'm sure. Um, I forgot. Excuse me. I forgot if it was me or Steve that said it, but I feel like I'm going to fucking hear from him and I don't want to. <laughs> okay. So. I like how most of your, your logic comes from just not wanting to have to get bitched out. Most of my logic is like I can never say something before that motherfucker says it to me, and I'm like, God damn, damn it! I, I should have said it a long time ago. I just spit out the words. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> no, you remember when Sean got punted? Yes. Right. He kind of really got back up rather quickly, as opposed to just selling and staying laid down, do whatever you got to do. Correct. Got up rather quickly, as far as punts are concerned. Sure. So. We were saying that what if Randy didn't sell the super kick as well as as much as Sean didn't sell the punt, and that's why Sean had to give that little boop and just tap him off and and go off the the ambulance. 
Okay. You get it? I get it. I get it. No, I, see, when, it, when I initially thought about it, I thought he super kicked him and then he fell off. But you're right. He kind of like pushed. Like he, he did the little yeah, boop. Like the super, just with one finger. The super poke tap. of doom. <laughs> the su- oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The super poke of doom. Mm-hmm. Right, right off the ambulance. Oh, man. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a hilarious spot. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but I, just, I, I did like the payoff of all the uh, the the ones who have been wronged coming back to get their comeuppance. Yeah, um, and it was all typical stuff. It was Ric Flair doing that. Be- it was just Rick being Rick. Oh, well, it, it, Big it, Show came back him and caused an in interruption. At, him coming in the end when, when Drew actually won the match, and then the camera goes to uh, magically Rick, Rick is in the, the driver's seat. And he, exactly. And he yeah. drives the ambulance away. Yeah. And Big Show came back and interfered. Oh. Typical Big Show. A nice Christian catering brawl. Always good. Always good with some always good. Pashmi uh blankets in the background for some reason. But yes, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And some rinky dink freaking party favors yes. as well. Yes. Um and that was it. Yeah. Like it, it was all perfectly That was good. Done well together. Yeah. Shawn Michaels super kick, like it it, it had everything. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um and then the main event with uh Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Um I like that they gave Uso more, no pun intended, reign here as far as the leash kind of being let, let go a little bit because I thought this was going to be a complete squash. Um, and I didn't. That it, really, I've look look back up. I was like, how if you go back on the show, I'm like, how cool would it be to had just have them have like a really good wrestling match? And I think I, I you said that, and I think I, I agreed with you. I wanted a, an yeah. actual good wrestling match, but I thought that my my logic was seeing Reigns win. Uh, that triple threat match, like him coming in last minute, and that's his his mo now is to do the whole last second thing. When he won, when he beats uh, the Fiend and Strowman, mm-hmm. made him look like he's on that level. And I don't know if you would have gotten the same kind of match with, like, say, Jay against Strowman or Jay against Fiend. No, absolutely not. But you got that kind of match with Jay against Reigns, which happened only because of the storyline that was built up for so long. That you you did this, you you guys made it, which is fine. I have no problem with that. You guys made it into an. It had to be a match at that point. You couldn't have all the storyline of family, and then all of a sudden have like a thirty second match. It, it's precisely it there made, is it made no, no sense. exactly. There's no better way to start this new Roman character, right? Like the the next step in the Roman evolution, right? Than with a feud with the Usos, right? It's the perfect setup to have a heel Roman. Going back to what you said and possibly I said earlier, <laughs> it would be good to have the if they were all a heel faction, that'd be nuts. I think that's going to be the, the stipulation that Reigns has uh, with this match coming up at Hell in a Cell. Is if you don't win, you got to join me. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be dope. Yeah, I think that's gonna be. And then they all just run roughshod over. So uh... if they join Roman and they go on another run like they did in the last five to seven years that they've been around. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll put them up there with the top tag teams of all time. Okay. So I, I think I'm not it, saying it's there yet. I'm not saying it's there yet. Yeah. I'm saying it could get there if they have a run that's mirrored to Roman. You're gonna get. Uh, here's my prediction: is that you're gonna get Jimmy back soon. Mm-hmm. It, Jay's gonna lose and and have to pay up on this stipulation. They join this faction, and then Jimmy and Jay beat. Shinsuke, Shinsuke and Cesaro hold on to the belts long enough for them to kind of get back in the saddle of things, and they take the belts. So then you have this this faction with all the gold 
uh, again, which WWE seems to like to do. Um, you know, with, uh, we just saw that with with Sasha and Bailey. Um, so yeah, I, I I I'm looking forward to seeing this. What the stipulation will be. The most brilliant part about this match mm. was the kickout. Jay, uh, Jay went for the pin, and he had positioned himself over Roman's shoulders. Right. So when Roman kicked out, he hit him with a low blow. Yes. As part of the kickout. As part of the kickout was a low blow. Right. Absolutely brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant, and I can't believe I've never seen that before. And they and they, right, right, and the referees definitely played. And the referees, the uh, commentators uh, definitely played played into that. Like Cole definitely mm-hmm. definitely played that up. Um, yeah, no, it was that was definitely a, a good spot. Jay at the end though, getting his ass completely pummeled, and then we had our our Rocky uh, four moment with the the towel being thrown. This in. is this is true. Yeah, with the towel with the towel getting thrown in. Mm-hmm. I do have. Uh, Two quick things. Yes. Do you think Roman goes full high chief and does the whole leg tattoos and wears something not 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 completely ripping off high chief Peter Maivia, but something along those lines? I mean, he's, he's almost there, isn't he? Like he's, that's like not, it doesn't have to be now. I'm just saying eventually, eventually. he could. I think he's the just tribal tri- chief Roman reigns, and he comes out with like you know. I don't think he's doing that for storyline. I mean, if a Samoan be, garb, and no, those are his tattoos. No, no, no I know like, that. Peter Maivia, were also, those about, are his tattoos. You're talking about garb. You're not talking about like tattoos. You're talking about like the dressing that he's, he comes out in, like the actual. No, 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 no. I'm also talking about the tattoos. Oh well, the tattoos are it's already happening now. You see his back is like starting to get. Yeah, but it's not. Peter Maivia had the traditional high chief tattoos, which is not on the upper body. Hmm. It's on the lower body. Ah. Then I guess he's Peter Maivia had tattoos from his belly button down to his kneecaps. Then I guess he's going to have to go there, huh? Right? That's, I, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. It'd be kind of cool if he just did the whole thing. Yeah. And then Rock comes back. We're all, this is all leading to the Rock. It, this, yeah. And this is all, le- I guarantee, this is all leading to, by the way, uh, we didn't even talk about it, but yes, I, I I will say this first. I completely agree with you. This is all storyline to get Roman and and Rock uh, main event yeah. for WrestleMania. Yeah. Speaking of WrestleMania, we had we had talked about the last time we we were on that um, that uh, San Francisco didn't have the WrestleMania uh, 36 on their list of events. Uh, what what whatever the new uh, what's 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 your uh, your team's new stadium over there. Ah, the Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium, they were not mm-hmm. on the on the list of, of events there, even though they were supposed to be uh, on there for next year. So come to no, find- Los Angeles was. I'm sorry, Los- that's right. I'm sorry, yeah. Los Angeles was supposed to be, was supposed to be on there. Um, SoFi Stadium. Thank you, SoFi. Gotcha. SoFi was on was supposed to have them on the list. They were not on the SoFi list of events for 2021. It looks like they're going to attempt to do Tampa again. Yeah. So, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Just make sure Kevin Owens stays on the card so that I can get the spot. That's all I want. (laughs) Listen, you got it. Now you have to pay off on that spot. Like everybody, and you have to have the same. Well, I can't. I don't know if you have the same match since uh, Seth Rollins is going to be a father. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's true. um, Yeah, you have to pay off on that spot again. Like that's the entire night has to just be dedicated to making sure that KO can get somehow on that sign and not hurt himself like he did this time. That's, exactly. I mean, that's you have to have to pay off. Um, All of the high flyers in the WWE were like, "I would love to jump off the ship off the side." <laughs> off the side yeah, 
especially the ship. I, I listen. If they can do it again, and if if Tampa since Florida just you know doesn't give two shits about anything uh, going on now anyway, if, if God willing everything is good to go in March, which I can't possibly imagine it will be because people are talking about doing concerts in July of August of next year, and WrestleMania is traditionally in March or April. Um, I I. I, I they are starting to do the small fan crowd thing here and there. Uh-huh. It's happening in football. It's happening in AEW. It happened tonight with NXT. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's still. I mean, I, I say now it's it's kind of far away, but it's really not. It's like seven months away. Mm-hmm. October, November, December, January, February, March. That's six months. Is in March is six months. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in six months. Since a lot has happened in this past six months. Um, of this shit year, but I can't see. <laughs> I can't possibly imagine that they're gonna have a full stadium full of uh, like just stadium full of people. I have a um, question, just quickly before we uh, yeah, then we go on to move that. on from Clash of Champions. Yes. When are we supposed to go to AEW Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, funny you mention that because I know that we could still either get refunds for that, those seats, but I know it was. I thought I, I sent you the dates for that. We were supposed to. It our, was rescheduled. It was rescheduled. It was. Yeah. It was like February or something like that. And that's yeah. I, even that's impossible. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine that's going to be a thing. Um, no, they're selling like like season tickets to Daly's place for Dynamite. I would love love. I, if I listen, if I live in Florida, that would be like my like my NXT would be season tickets. I would have gotten season tickets for NXT, and I, now I would have gotten season tickets for AEW. Yeah, because you can do that. Like you, when it was full sale, you basically had the op- the opportunity to get full like season tickets to NXT. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So when remember oh, when God. I was when I went down there in January, I my, well, haven't either of us moved to Florida. Uh, well, there's many reasons. Um, yeah, there are <laughs> uh, well, hurricanes for one, and I'll just leave it at that. That's my the only hurricane thing. season was over. That's it, <laughs> and I'm out. Um, yeah, the, the when I went down there for, in January, I one of my th- plans was going to be to break off from the family. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking some time for myself for like an hour or two, and Lisa would have understood, and she was all on board for it. Um, they were in, we were in a resort; they're gonna go in the pool. It doesn't matter. I would have driven. Uh, I think it's like a half hour, forty five minutes from where I was, gone to full sale and watched the tapings. And the, the tickets were like twenty, thirty bucks, whatever it was. But they did offer the plan to have like season tickets. So AEW is going to have that. So I would have loved to have taken an opportunity to do that, but I can't see all this talk is to say that we we had tickets to go the original Blood and Guts that was supposed to happen with AEW uh, this uh, back in March, uh, COVID, and so that got pushed back and back, and now to twenty twenty one, and those that's that's your answer. That's your long winded answer. Is that uh, it was supposed to be February? I don't see how that's even possible <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Glass half full, hopefully, but it, it's I don't see it happening. Uh let's. Uh, now I'm depressed. Let's go on to. Uh, well, I'll, hang on, I'll make you not depressed, just really quick, please. Um, please, yes, help me. Cody Rhodes came back. I don't think we discussed that, right? Uh, we did not, and um, he looks like a. Uh, <laughs> what was that meme? I don't know who that guy was. Like a creature with of the night. really dark black hair. Guy with the really dark black hair. I'm gonna look it up. Just keep going. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's gonna bite somebody. So, uh, yes, Cody's back. Cody's is back and with black hair. 
Okay, so uh, all right, just look at this. Yes, you can kind of see that. Uh, who's, who's that guy? Oh, that's the guy from um, oh shit, uh, that kids show with the which one? The girl, the sp- the, the little girl, and uh, what's the name that's of the show? Not, that's not uh, that's not helping really. What's the name of the show? Though? The kids show with the little girl. It's got it's got a little girl as the main character. He's like the the bad guy. I think he actually passed away. <laughs> uh, you have the meme. I'm, in- tr- I'm, I'm trying. Okay. I just can't <laughs> show the name in the, in the meme. Anyway, riveting. Uh, while you're looking that up, so NXT Takeover 31 happened two nights, a couple hours ago, uh, from this taping here. So kicking things off, uh, Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano, um, in the new Gargano way, trying to uh, take the take the uh, North American Championship here. Um, many, many times, uh, try, uh, Damian Priest trying to catch uh, the Razor's Edge on Gargano to no avail. Finally gets the Razor's Edge on the apron while he's outside. Um, and uh, this is an amazing match uh, from top to bottom. By the way, uh, this was uh, the first night for NXT in th- what? what's the... <laughs> forgive me for, for not knowing this. The name of the arena that they're now in. NXT? Yes. This is C- CWC. Yes. It has something to do with um Oh jeez. because uh, I like I just I legitimately totally forgot about it. It does have something to do Capital with Capital Wrestling Center. The precursor. Yeah, there you go. Capital, Capital Wrestling, Wrestling Center. Center. And Capital Wrestling was the precursor to the W whichever one Vincent J. McMahon owned. WWWF. There you go, that one. That one. Uh, so this is a new set. So W. So NXT is now taking over, or has taken over, no pun intended, uh, the Performance Center. So now the Performance Center is really no longer, uh, and they're now calling it Capital Wrestling Center. So inside the Performance Center is NXT, and now they also have a Thunderdome look to it, but instead of it being like stacks that SmackDown and Raw has, this is just basically one long wall of faces. And underneath that wall, a very long, big wall, they had fans. So it was like family, friends came and were invited. And they separated each fan group into what they called pods. And so it was basically just a wall, a glass wall that was in between each one. And uh, that, so that, that's, that's their... The, the 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 new thing that's going to happen now is like they're going to have these pods basically for these these groups that they can sell tickets to and have fans kind of come back. It's got um, that grungy look with the uh, chain metal fence, the chain link fence, the chain link fence. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the high tech look with the the big wall, the video wall of fans with uh, uh-huh. you know, the, the the grungy look. Um, Did it say where they were? What do you mean? It's called the Capital Wrestling Center. I, you didn't hear what I said. It's no, 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 no. <laughs> I did. I thought the Capital Wrestling Center was the name of like the whole the Thunderdome. Oh no, Thunderdome wasn't no. a real place. They were at the Amway Center, right? But this is now now called the Capital Wrestling Center because it, it it's taken over the Performance Center. So they just changed names and they redid the whole the whole look of it. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I definitely did miss that part. <laughs> <laughs> did you find it? <laughs> In all that effort, though, did you find out the answer to what that show was? Nope. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna <laughs> find out after the show. Uh, it was like a Saturday morning. It's not a cartoon. It's a live action show, 
live action educational show with this girl that dressed in all blue and this guy with this prosthetic uh, chin. Um, and his name was like Dirk Dastardly or something like that. Some weird. Yeah, he's still looking at it. Okay. Uh, anyway, all that to say is Damian Priest takes the win on that one uh, and retains the championship. And by the way, I'm happy to see that uh, finally, after all these months and months and months, Beth Phoenix is back in the in the arena. Um, I will say that I like Vic on the mic. I like um, uh, Wade on the mic. I miss Morrow. I miss Morrow. I miss him so much. <laughs> On the mic, I miss his 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 uh, leading with with intros and stuff. I miss Nigel McGuinness. I miss the, tr- the those three on NXT because it gave that feel to it. And now since Morrow's gone, I don't get that feel anymore. But that's just my two cents. Uh, Kushida and Velveteen Dream. Kushida with the uh, the new feel and vibe uh, going on. It, he's he's got that uh, rougher <laughs> edge to him now. Um, he, he defeated Velveteen Dream, and on on the website though, on on online, they basically have him as him turning heel. I didn't really see that. I just thought that he was pissed off at Velveteen Dream, but whatever. Um, Santos Escobar taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott uh, in in a an amazing match. Isaiah Swerve, I, I didn't think he was going to win, but he's another one that's just like give him another shot at something because he is definitely worth it. Um, and at some point he will definitely be the champion, uh, cruiserweight champion. But at this point, Santos takes, takes the win. Uh, your women's championship, Io Shirai taking on Candice LeRae. Uh, are you still looking up that? Yeah. <laughs> Any luck? No. Okay. <laughs> Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. I'm going to find it. How about you take this one? Take take the the cap on this because I'm going to look it up and I'll find it. I promise you. Um. So Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. I just got home. I did not watch any of it. So Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. I'll stick to this part. <laughs> uh, ended it with a six one nine uh, by Io Shirai onto Candice LeRae's face. Um, Can- Candice LeRae taking uh, actually most of the match. Um, with with going back and forth towards the middle there, six one nine there, um, a bunch of kickouts, a bunch of roll ups, uh, and then finally uh, Io Shirai gets the uh, the moonsault off the top of the rope and uh, Shirai retains, um, and then after after Shirai retains on the video screen, you get to see uh, Tony Storm uh, shows up on the big screen, and so she's back and she is now going after Shirai for the title. And then immediately after that, we were making all assumptions. Everybody online was making assumptions that Bo uh, Bo Dallas was making his return after the all the promos that were coming up with the date of ten four twenty, uh, all in green and uh, very static looking video uh, of this new wrestler that was coming in, but but was also hinted that this is a wrestler that was already in NXT before, and it all came online. It was it must be Bo Dallas? Must be Bo Dallas? And mind you, Bo Dallas was a uh, former NXT champion, and got squandered by getting moved over to to Raw and SmackDown. Um, it was not Bo Dallas, Robbie Rotten. Thank I you. Got it. There you go. It took <laughs> and time from Lazy Town. Lazy Town. That was wild. Lazy Town. Whew. 
Oh, man. You went deep in that rabbit hole. Jeez. Yo, okay. Do you want to know what the thing I finally found was? Yes. This is what I looked up. Uh-huh. Who's the guy in the Cody Rhodes meme? And then just, I'll be honest. Now that I'm thinking about it, it took me to the same thing I I took every time, uh -huh. and all I did was click on the on the picture. Yes. And it took me to Twitter. Yes. And then I had to go through a bunch of Twitter comments <laughs> until I saw something that didn't look right, and I was like, Robbie Rod. Robbie Rod. Lazy Town. That Robbie Rod. Lazy Town was the show. Yes. <sighs> what a weird show. That is the kind of show that if I if it was still on, if I smoked, I I would just be like, what am I watching? Even while I, I would not. I'd fall asleep. I'd fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep and I'd have bad dreams. Yeah, that's you definitely would. Um, so actually, going back to this, I did see that uh, Tony Storm and uh, what was your face, Ember Moon, returned. That's what I was getting to. Yeah, and I was thoroughly happy that it was two of them, like as like a swerve, mm -hmm. and that she put. Did she pull up in the motorcycle? So Tony Storm. Puts her sunglasses on, the video cuts out, and she's like, Yoshirai is like, okay, I can deal with that. And then it cuts to this video of this, this like, it, it was a like a, a one shot of the, someone driving on a motorcycle, and it has like the the uh, the camera on their you know on their bike, and you see them driving to the the center. They park, mm -hmm. they come in, and this person comes on the ramp. Uh, but it was a long pause because you thought maybe maybe that person's not for Io Shirai. Maybe they're coming out for somebody else. But then sure enough, this person walked onto the ramp, put their head down, took the helmet off, and it was Ember Moon. Ember Moon looking like freaking uh, Charlize like, Theron. No, yeah, Mad Max. Whoever was Mad the girl Max. from Mad Max. Yeah, her. I was right? Yeah. Well, oh, not, nice. Yeah. She wasn't Mad Max, but yes, I, I got you. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so we have Ember Moon back, which I'm I'm all for because she has probably one of the, the uh, this no exaggeration on my part, and I have no regret saying this, probably one of the best finishing moves I've ever seen in my life. Uh, uh, Ember Moon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's uh, that like somersault into like a stunner. Yeah. Oof, it's just insane how, how she does that. Um, and then the 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 main events with Finn Balor taking on Kyle O'Reilly, and they did an amazing job. Of I, I know you'll you'll go back and watch all this, but they did an. Oh no, I already watched that match. You watched that match. match was awesome. They they did an amazing job of the match itself was was amazing, but they did an amazing job of building up Kyle to a point where you don't know who he is. He's this underdog, but he's been everywhere around the world, and here's your proof. <laughs> and they yeah. just they just threw it in your face of him from from the the indie scenes from the bingo halls. Going on up, and how he when just like he said on Wednesday at NXT when he was uh, in New Japan, uh, when when he, when uh, when Finn was in New Japan, he went over there, and then Finn moved to to somewhere else to uh -huh. NXT, and then when Kyle finally came to NXT, that's when he got moved over to Raw and became un, un, uh, a Universal Champion. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's just the, the the way they played it out, the way they told the story was really, really well done. Um, and then you just got to get a feel of this is not somebody that is just part of Undisputed Era, uh, who is just a, a tag team specialist and he can do his own thing. And here's why. And and they portrayed that well. And I that I only I only know that because I've not seen Kyle O'Reilly ever have a singles match. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you if you have, but I have not. And I think I might have seen a clip or two here and there from from a, a singles match he had in New Japan. Okay. 
but everything that I've seen has just been absolutely amazing. Yeah, and this just proved it. This this match was incredible. Yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely had it. It's kind of along the same lines with um, uh, who was I looking at before here? Uh, not Io Shirai. Use your words. Not Sora Scott. Kushida. Damian Priest. No. Johnny Gargano. Velveteen Dream. Swerve Scott, Santos Escobar. That was it. <laughs> that was that it. was it. That was it. Uh, it's, it's was with, the last person I was thinking. No, of. no, it wasn't it. I'm not done. No. <laughs> Unless it was. Oh no, I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jay Uso. <laughs> I'm thinking of Jay Uso and oh, Roman Reigns. Oh, okay, gotcha. Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. Jay Uso had this this match with Reigns where he was taking for the majority of the beginning of the match. He was dominant and just and and Reigns putting him over. To the point where then, you know, at this point, at some point it was like, all right, that's enough. And then now I'm just going to take over and destroy you. Um, and that's exactly what happened here is that uh, Kyle and Finn went back and forth, back and forth. Kyle was was taking the, the match at some point, was was dominating the match. And then all of a sudden Finn just turned it on and that was it. And, you know, Kyle was just taking licks left and right. And, uh he, the, the the chops that O'Reilly was getting from from Finn across his chest, I, I was doubled over in pain just for myself. And uh, with the coup de gras came, I'm I'm just reading the the notes that they have here. Uh, Ballard ducked away f- and continued onslaught on O'Reilly and caught the challenger with two stomps to the chest that the champion began to gush blood from the mouth. Yeah, so at some point, uh, I don't know if O'Reilly hit hit him with a knee. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it looks like he hit him with a knee and then, uh, that's when Finn started bleeding from the mouth and he was, he was selling, holding his, his mouth. Um, Balor hit him with a coup de gras and, and took the win. And as we said before, they both ended up in the, in the hospital, uh, just for testing because they were both bleeding from the mouth. Finn more than O'Reilly, but Finn, Finn was just like. It was a gnarly scene <laughs> at the end there, just just watching him uh, bleeding. O'Reilly was bleeding out of his mouth for longer, but for, it seemed like the impact that 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 Finn took to his mouth was a worse yes, like hit. Took took it worse, and then so yeah. Finn uh, gets the win. He gives O'Reilly some respect at the end. Yes, and then a little swerve here. Rich Holland basically is carrying a a lifeless Adam Cole on his shoulder. Tosses from outside uh, in the, the the fan area, tosses Cole over the the barricade, and now Ridge Holland is just uh, this storyline just coming out of nowhere. Basically, that Ridge Holland is is now a contender uh, against the UE. Not that the UE was going to disband, which is what I was, was the kind of the the popular opinion, but Ridge Holland out of nowhere. <laughs> just uh, be, being a force uh, to be reckoned with here and, and starting a new storyline. Do you think that uh, this is creating somewhat of a, maybe a stable or a, or, or something to do with Finn? Or is this just strictly to put Ridge Holland in the storyline with the UE? With UE. That seems like it's too I, I, I weird. Th- weird. Um, I would have said that he was part of the storyline with UE. But just him in the UE, now Finn's going to go do his own separate thing? Uh, Is this going to be like a Dexter Loomis situation? I forgot about Dexter Loomis. 
Yeah. Um, he's hurt. Um, no, he's not. Yeah, he is. Are you sure? Yeah. He was, he was on Wednesday. He was on NXT? I believe so. You sure? <laughs> I I believe so. I remember. Oh, yes, he was. Okay. Cameron Grimes had that Cameron Grimes International Inv- Invitational or some shit. Right. And then after Cameron Grimes had lost that match or whatever, he went into the back, walked right past Dexter Loomis, and said, what are you looking at or some shit? What are you looking at? And then (laughs) he walked through a door and just kept going, and you could see Dexter Loomis in his head just going, oh, this is the next guy I'm going to (laughs) kill. Okay. So Dexter Loomis is back. Okay. So then I, listen, I I guess we're going for that, that, uh, we're going down that road minus the, the crazy psycho eyes. Um, yeah, except so. you got a crazy Englishman. I'd rather crazy psycho eyes over a crazy Englishman. And he's like double the size too. <laughs> True, he is double the size. Um, so yeah, we just we just started a whole new thing there. Um, so listen, I I I gave it uh I, I give this this pay per view uh, uh I give it a B. I mean, it wasn't the, the greatest take takeover I've seen. I've seen like War Games. I think is still my favorite that I've ever that I've seen so far from NXT. NXT um, could legitimately only like it, it was at a certain point they weren't going to make every single takeover better than the last. Like it just couldn't last that done. way. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. At some point, you just, it just have, wasn't like, going to be able to happen. You, at some point, you just need to have matches. <laughs> I, exactly. I get it. You have to, you have to reset. And uh, this is definitely. I mean, if this is a reset, then it was. Definitely- That's why I like that they're doing quarterly, somewhat quarterly uh, takeovers. Well. Mm, because they announced, mm-hmm. they announced. I think you missed it, but they announced. No, I didn't. That okay. was a nice setup. Little, little well, that's not lob a quarterly, and toss. That's I not believe a quarterly, it's October twenty eighth. That's not a quarterly though. That I know, was, right. I know. <laughs> but I believe it is October twenty eighth. Am, am I correct on that? It is October twenty eighth. Yeah, Halloween that's, Havoc. Let's go. I like that NXT is using. It's like they have the the rights to all WCW things, and so basically we just need to put used to it. <laughs> and so now yeah. we have Great American Bash. Uh, we we used in your house, which was our our product, and now we're gonna just gonna use another WWE uh, staple, which is Halloween Havoc. And, yeah. Uh, I, so I'm all about more it. than likely, Dominic Mysterio is gonna be competing on that, right? Why is that? I mean, Ray was at the last Halloween <laughs> Havoc. <laughs> a lot. Vince McMahon logic always only states that uh, Dominic Mysterio has to be at the next that's one. Has to be has to be the next one. And by speaking of which, I, I forgot to mention this. There's uh stories of. Uh, reports of him uh, still being uh, Vince wants him to use a mask. To Vince use, wants him to use a mask. Vince wants you wants Dominic to have a mask on. I thought that first of all, Vince wants everybody to use a mask nowadays. <laughs> I thought that it was like Ray, Ray and Dominic collectively wanted Dominic to use a mask, but they wanted to introduce it correctly. Yeah, I, I thought I thought I read that Vince uh, was interested in having that. You, I you believe, right. Listen, I believe what you said, Vince. Uh, Vince, and nothing surprises me when it comes to Vince. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why I thought he would like want to be separate from. For, listen, forget about the mask for him. Listen, he needs to just worry about his mic work. Focus on on focusing. Focus on the mic and getting better on that, and leave the mask yeah. uh, at home until you get better with that. He's great in the ring. I give him I give him credit, man. I listen, if you're under the the tutelage of your father who's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, giving you tips and how to wrestle and you look the way you look which is why Vince is like, "Oh my god, I have a gold mine with, with these Mysterio uh, crew." 
Now just teach Aaliyah how to do the same thing um, in the women's division. That's fine. Just get them better on the mic. That's all. Uh, last thing I will Agreed. mention. Last thing I will mention is uh, tomorrow, game one, ALDS, the Tampa Bay Rays versus your New York Yankees. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> As we say in tandem, let's go. Yes, I'm very excited all about it. Um, no, I mean it. Let's like let's go to the game. Let's go to the game. <laughs> we would need to fly out to San Diego, and uh, that's the, in the bubble. We can go in the bubble. I do have a question for you, my friend, just sure. before we wrap up. Oh, sure. What's the season ticket situation like? Oh, well, they <laughs> – the, or is that, or is that a topic for another podcast? No, I mean, like, really quick. If they they offered for twenty twenty one, they they they're advertising that commercially like all over the place. Uh, Yankees mm-hmm. season tickets for twenty twenty one. I mean, so it's they're 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 doing as business as business as usual. Um, okay, but here's my question. Yes, did you have season tickets this year? I did. So what happened with those? Oh, they complete I, refund. Oh, complete. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that that was more my question. The initial the initial thing was that they 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 pushed it back because they were like, "What's well, it's it's, it's going to be a like a partial season is what it was, but we'll be in in stands." As a matter of fact, there was a a span in I think it was in May or June, and I remember vividly, I remember, as clear as day, me going online and going on Ticketmaster, and they were selling tickets for Yankee Stadium games. This is before uh, Cuomo changed rules up like last second. They were going to have tickets sold, but it was at premium seating. So the tickets started at $300 a piece. And they were going to be like sporadically put everywhere. So it was only, only going to be about 25,000 people in the – so it's like half the, the attendance of Yankee it's Stadium. still not bad. If you take – if Yankee Stadium – if the Yankees were to just do, uh, hey, we can't allow any outside fans, but our season ticket holders will allow in. How many of how – how much of Yankee Stadium is going to get filled by season ticket holders? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, and or, even if you have to limit the season ticket holders to a couple games, maybe not. They're not going to every game. Right. You do it at a, at a reduced mission, uh, a reduced admission. Right. And then you still have fans in the games. Everybody can be socially distant. People who pay more will get fucking lower seats. People who don't want to pay more go up. You're just gonna have to be distant. The the money situation was was uh, that they 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 started at 300 to kind of weed out. Um, <laughs> weed out the cheapos, and if you really wanted to go, then you'd really you'd pay three hundred dollars for one ticket. So you really that was to get people to you know to kind of filter out the the non like just the the you know, casual fan. Um, and then they Cuomo nixed the, the the entire thing. So it was like it was there for like a day, and then they took it off. So the initial plan was to have the the season. You you basically go for instead of you having like. Instead of having the eighty game season, it was the initial idea was, and it took forever for them to finally figure it out to come to sixty games. But uh, it was going to be like a partial season, and we'll let you know what days they are, and then it just was killed altogether. So money was completely back. I was like, "Where is my twenty eight hundred? I need my my money. I don't see it." Oh, there. It God is. damn. Oh yeah, yeah. Tickets aren't cheap, man. Oh no, no, no. I know that, but the whole like. Long ass process of being like, "Hey, we're gonna go back." Oh now. no, they, we're they gonna go back, yeah, and then Como's like, "No, you're not. You're not. You're not." I I thought you could, but you can't. And so they held on to that that dollar. They're like, "No, I don't want to." Are you sure? You yeah. sure we can't do it? No, no. Okay, here. No, but you sure we can do it? It was no, like, no. "All right, fine. Here's your money. All right, fine." 
you ever have to like give your your little sibling money or something, and then you just hold on to it, and then eventually they take it. You're like, ah, oh, I didn't want to get. Damn it, I want to give that yeah. up. Yeah, man. Uh, well, listen, good to be back. Good to. Uh, I know we we're doing these these gap things, but it's. I feel like sometimes if we have this this time apart, that we can just like filter out uh, you know all the other crap and get to the good stuff, like Lazy Town. And, <laughs> and I can't believe it took us that long. <laughs> what was his name? Rob? What? Robbie Rotten. Robbie Rotten. <laughs> Robbie Rotten. You want to know the funny part about it is when I first saw that, I was like, yo, that guy, why does that guy look like he could be on Lazy Town? Just was. mad randomly because like I, I got two I got two little cousins that were like, you know, ten years younger than me. You watch it every day. So there that that was their fucking prime time. I'm telling you DVR right now. Shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> I promise. Wink. <laughs> Uh, let's leave off with, uh, oh, you said Mace. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please tell your friends, your neighbors, your mother, your father, Sons of Slam show is over. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, hit, up, hit us up on the Twitter, Sons of Slam show. Let us know what you think. Please rate, subscribe, review our show, and tell your friends because we have a good time. We appreciate you having a good time. Let us know what you think. My name is Chris Mindell. That guy right there, Joe Black. Sir? I bid you adieu, goodbye, and good night. Bang. Bang. School me to the game, now I know my duty Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie True pimp, spin no dough on the booty Yeah, there go mace, there go your cutie The Sons of Slam Podcast, 